Hello and welcome to the Three Indies podcast. We are on air, <laughs> ready to go to break some news here. Pascal Siakam has been traded from the Toronto Raptors, the Indiana Pacers. It is snowing heavily in Vancouver. My world is flipped upside down. I don't know what to do, but luckily I've got Mari and Matt to talk this out with me. Uh, fellas, this is hot off the stove. About half an hour ago, we learned about this trade. Pascal with the Pacers. Immediate thoughts. Maybe, Matt, you break down the, the return for us. Um, what, a, what a day. What a Wednesday. What a uh, Thursday. Yeah, I guess Wednesday. Pretty good. <laughs> Oh, yeah, flex. Yeah, I mean, I'm so happy this happened because uh, <laughs> the last time the OG trade went down, we were about two weeks late um, <laughs> just with our conflicting schedules. And I think we missed it by a few hours from when we actually recorded. So this is this is perfect. This works so great. I'm happy to get into it. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, I think... let's break down the return. Yeah, let's, let's do it. So... The Pacers receive uh, Pascal Siakam and I think 2024 second round pick. Um, in exchange, the Raptors receive Bruce Brown, who the Pacers just signed to a big deal. Jordan Wara, good young player. Kyra Lewis, another good young player. I don't know about his ceiling, but he's never really got the opportunity for the minutes. And three first-round picks, uh, I think 2024 next year, it's going to be the best one between, I think, the Pelicans, Houston, or the Pacers. Oh, you're and, throwing this. You're capping. Yeah, right okay, jump in. Okay, so three first. <laughs> it's, the, it's this year's first, uh, Indiana first. This year, and Indiana had an extra pick, uh, and it's the worst of... It's it's a really bad pick. It's the worst of Utah, Houston, LA, LA Clippers, and OKC. So whatever team has the worst record there between those four teams, so Raptors like will get that pick. pick. It's right now it would be OKC with at the twenty seventh overall pick for that one. Right now the picks would land at seventeen and twenty seven, and then there's a twenty six, uh, sorry twenty twenty six first round pick. Um, that is top one through four protected that Indiana is sending as well. So that's the that's the pick compensation coming back. And uh, another factor which we'll get into is Pascal is already, and this was always going to be the case if the trade was going to happen, but Pascal has already expressed interest about re-signing and uh, extending this summer with the Pacers. So... Um, this is a blockbuster. This, I've never, I mean, Raptors involved in two blockbusters within a month. That's, uh, it's an exciting time to be a fan, I guess. Um, but yeah, pretty crazy deal. I, I, I'm still kind of processing my thoughts and feelings. But Mari, if you, what did, what was your kind of immediate takeaway from, uh, from what went down from this return? I'm really excited for, for either team here. I mean, I, I kind of, went off on our last episode about how much I love this Raptors team, even with Pascal. Um, so I was I was hoping not for a trade, but you know what? Like, I, I like the direction they're going at. Collecting draft capital, it looks like they're going to have, I think, four firsts in the 2024 draft, which gives them some space to kind of navigate 
um, trading up, maybe getting a prospect that they really want. I don't. I'm not too locked in currently on the prospects for the draft at the moment, but it gives them a lot of movement to make moves immediately. Um, just because you know, even the timeline of this team right now isn't might not necessarily be six, seven years down the road. You know, like process type stuff, like OKC or as Philadelphia has done before. They actually have some ability to navigate in the next one, two, three years in the immediate future. So this will be fun for the Raptors to and Masai to have fun with. And on the Pacers side of things, the fit is great. It's kind of what they've been looking for all along. I think it's what they were hoping out of Bruce Brown, ultimately, but um, moved on and got kind of the bigger, better version of Bruce Brown. Um, a, the the super glue guy in Pascal Siakam will, I think, fit really nicely with Tyrese and, and what the Pacers have going on right now. It's just about seeing how that fit works with players like Miles Turner. See if they're big enough to play, in, in, especially in the East against someone like Embiid. Uh, is Goga Batatsi going to be enough for that? Is it going to be Turner and Siakam running the front court? We'll see. But it's they've got a lot of star power. It's going to be a, a winning team for sure. Wait, Goga's on the Magic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just just pulling out Goga Batatsi. I was going to let that one slide. Yeah, just because I could. Play for? Come on. Yeah, that's right. Did, did we do that and who we play for? Yeah, we did. Goga's too well known at this point. He started for the Magic for like well, half Who am I thinking season. of as the big now and... and... Isn't there another white big? In he the used to be a pacer. He was yeah. traded to the Magic totally, for nothing. Totally, dude. Yeah, he's he was right there. He, it was Isaiah Jackson. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking about. He's he's not half a white, white player, right? No, he's super, anyway. Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, yeah, I have I have many thoughts, so I apologize if I over, you know, no, over please. over speak here. Um, I almost think we need to break this down with a few different viewpoints in mind. Um. So the first one I want to talk about, I actually want to talk about the Pacers first. Um, and if I was grading this deal, um, I would definitely, or if I had to pick a winner, I would pick the Pacers here. Um, I think the fit with with Halliburton, Pascal, and Miles Turner is, to me, a, a slam dunk. Um, I know I mentioned on a previous pod about kind of the ideal front court pairing for a guy like Siakam, and I I basically, I, you know, I basically describe Miles Turner like a a, a a big who is, you know, an all all defensive type rim protector, but can also step out and spread the floor for you and uh, and hit threes. And um, I think, and I think Indiana had a need for a secondary ball handler that could kind of run the offense or just get you buckets. I think they lacked a little bit of that. A lot of great, a lot of shooting. Um, obviously, Tyrese's leadership and you know. Uh, playmaking has has been electric, but that secondary playmaking has been has been lacking a little bit. Um, and I honestly think the assets they gave up are not that big of a deal for Indiana. Um, you know, it, again, the picks projections right now are you know somewhere you know six, between you know sixteen to twenty, wherever the Pacers end up, probably closer to twenty now that Pascal's on the team. Um, and then, you know, a 20, 27, 28 kind of type first round pick in a draft where most analysts, experts are a lot lower on this year. Um, you know, so I don't, I don't really know what that gets you, to be honest, if you're if you're the Raptors. I'm Mari, you made a point about consolidation, and I, and I think that's very valid. You know, you'll have, let's say, 20, 28 and 31. And then, you know, what where, where can that get you? Maybe maybe somewhere in the 
you know, late lottery potentially. Um, the Raptors, if they now embrace a tank, might maybe part of this is, um, you know, tr- trying to get in that top five, top four of maybe, maybe let's say fifth worst record to maximize your odds to keep that pick. Cause, you know, if you give up that seventh or eighth overall pick to uh, the Spurs, that's a fucking disaster, as we've mentioned many times. Um, and, you know, a, a lot, another counter from from what people are saying is that the Pacers could have just signed him in the offseason. But A, I think getting him into the program now with a kind of a verbal commitment that he'll resign allows you to build that chemistry and actually make a playoff push this year and, and you know, start building that the net with the next three, four years look like um, with him and Halliburton. He's only 29. Um, so he will be in his prime for the next, you know, you'd imagine three or four years still. Um, and you really don't know if you take that risk and you wait till free agency, like you really don't know what's going to happen. Um, you know, there's other teams that are clearing cap space. I'm not saying the Pistons are, you know, a big threat to sign them, but you know, they're, they have cap space. You'll have other teams with cap space. Um, you know, I think that the, the Sixers could have max cap space this off season. So there were other teams threatening to acquire him. Um, whether it's at the trade deadline or, um, you know, in the offseason as a free agent. So I think from the, the Pacers perspective, for me, it's it's a slam dunk. Um, mm-hmm. The biggest risk in this deal for them is that 2026 first, uh, which I'm happy the Raptors got. And we'll talk about the Raptors side of it. But, you know, the Pacers project to be pretty good, um, even in 2026. So that realistically is what going to be a somewhere in the 20s. somewhere between 15 to 25, let's say. Yeah. So, um, yeah. What do you guys think from the Pacers perspective? Like, what did you, what did you think there? I want to start with them. I mean, I think when you were doing trades before, you had mentioned Bruce Brown potentially as being one of the good options that could come back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was kind of thinking that the Pacers had their guy because he's kind of like a all-in-one um, gamer uh, who has that playoff experience. But if you're getting Pascal back, I mean, and you didn't give up Matherin or Jairus Walker, which were the two names that were being tossed around. Or Buddy and that's Heald, my biggest that beef with like, the Raptors. You didn't, get, you didn't get any, like you didn't have to give up any of your top three like trade prospects and I think I mean Jarris Walker was lottery pick, better Matherin lottery pick. They already had somewhat cohesion. I think Jarris Walker less so. Um he hasn't really gotten the minutes this year because pieces are surprisingly deep. But you you didn't give up much realistically. Like three firsts, they're probably gonna be late first. Twenty twenty six, I don't know, like who knows what Tyrese is doing at that point if it's ceiling like we don't even know that yet like he's top 10 in the league I'd say pretty confidently at this point um and now you have yeah you have someone who's probably his best teammate question mark is that crazy like I don't know the Kings the Kings when he was on them like Fox Fox. and bonus weren't like oh yeah he never had the bonus fucking Christ um, so it'd be Fox, I guess, Miles Turner, maybe. So probably his best teammate. So that's exciting for him. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and right now, yeah, they're at the six seed, 23 and 17. The East is honestly wide open up until the four seed. You could get home court first first round of the playoffs and a really young team. Rick Carlisle, like experienced coach, like they could they could make a run here. And I think that's worth trading the three first. And honestly, like you're saying, like they're probably gonna be seconds. Like they're probably gonna be high like in the twenties, which you can get some steals. Pascal is a perfect example of that, but you gotta love it from the Pacer side of view. Are they contenders now? How do you I, feel about um, them as contenders? I put them in a higher tier. Yeah. I, I, I put them in the tier of the the Heat and the Sixers and probably the I here's a here's how I'd tier it. Celtics are in the, in their own tier. I think there's a tier below where it's just the Bucks kind of in their own tier is how I view it. And then there's a kind of a third tier of maybe you can say that the Sixers are in there with the Bucks. Like we, we don't have to fight over that, but then there's another tier of, you know, Sixers heat. And I think the Pacers are in there now. Mm-hmm. The Knicks are in there. Um, and I think they're just in that kind of bubble now. And I, I can easily see them going to the second round. I could see them being in a tight, you know, second round matchup with the Bucks potentially. Um, I don't see them necessarily going to the finals this year, but again, I like the idea that they're going to grow with this group now, right? Pascal is going to resign. You know, the timeline is a little bit different with him being 29 and Tyrese is what, like 25, 24, but um, (laughs) for the most part, I think the timelines match up pretty nicely and they're, they're building something pretty special. It's a, it's, it's a fun time to be a Patriots fan. And a fun yeah, time I mean, to be a Raptors fan too. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, so let's this, let's move to that side of the trade. Yeah. Well, Justin, as our residence Raptor expert, I'd love to hear your immediate thoughts on how the Raptors got better slash worse on this. Yeah. To me, I, I I'm excited to listen to every single podcast that has you know re- reactions and thoughts to this. I am quite. I'm actually a lot lower on this package than I think other people will be or that Twitter so far. I'm not surprised Um, by that. I do think that they I don't I don't know what the motivation was, but I do feel like they stole the headline a little bit. Like having the headline of you know three firsts is nice. Um but like we mentioned already, like two like those two firsts this year are 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 pretty bad in, in a in a in a weak draft. Um I if the trade was Jurass Walker and the 2026 first Jurassic with Bruce Brown, <laughs> what did I say? Jarris, Jarris, Jarris. Okay, let's say it was Jarris Walker, Bruce Brown, and and one first round pick. Let's say the 2026 one. To me, that is a infinitely better trade than this Bruce Brown and three firsts kind of. But headline. you're well, you're not in on Jordan Nora at all. I actually think Nora. I, I think would be he a was a raptor. salary filler. But I think honest. he's actually a good raptor. I, I, I kind of so. see that. To me, that was just salary filler and not a substantial part of the deal, but we'll see. I'm excited to watch him play, I guess. Um, a, a part of this that'll also affect... I mean, it's. I think it's, it's kind of an incomplete, I give them, because I think... I don't know what their plan is with Bruce Brown, but Bruce Brown is a good player and can help a contender and I think could net another first-round pick at the trade deadline, potentially. You're, so you're going um, full of rebuild, hey? Well, what's the point of having Bruce Brown? Like, A, he's going to help you win games, which I don't think we want to do right now. You want to be in that bottom four, bottom five. Um, I guess there's there's really realistically, we can be the fifth worst record. Like, you're not going to get worse than the yeah. Spurs, the Pistons, the Wizards, and the and the Hornets. Yeah. 
but you can be the i think we're right now the the sixth worst record so we can we can get to five um and i think bruce brown doesn't really help you that way unless unless you're gonna pick up his option if you're gonna pick up his team option at 23 million next year then sure keep him i think he could be a good you know starting two next to quickly and maybe that's their vision um but that's why it's a bit of an incomplete i think I think flipping him for a first round pick would be better, especially if it's a decent first um, for the, for what, for the future outlook there. Um, but overall, Pat, you know, Pascal, while he's not a perfect player is an all a two time, all NBA player. And he's been shooting like 50% from three for the past like month. Um, you can tell he's been a little disengaged on the defensive end because of all these rumors and the direction of the team. Um, but he's, you know, still a a forward that's in all NBA contention every season, really. Just missed out last year. I think he would have been on the, the fourth team if there was a fourth t- all NBA team. Um, so, yeah, it sucks to see him go. Uh, the Raptors officially have no more uh, roster members from the 2019 finals uh-huh, team, uh-huh. which is that's not true. Very... They have one more. Who's it? Your boy. Chris Boucher. <laughs> Was he on that team? Left over from the the, the single, the oh, longest standing Raptor at the moment is our that boy, is Chris Boucher. So Pain in the culture. <laughs> oh my God. Chris Boucher is the bane of my existence. I fucking hate that guy. Um, sorry, Chris. You're actually playing really well, buddy. Um, so yeah, I'm a bit conflicted. I'm definitely like more on the somber side, but... <sighs> Well, yeah, ultimately, I mean, Justin, I mean, the, the league knew the Raptors' hand here is that Siakam wouldn't come back. And it, it, you you talked a lot at length about last year's Van Vliet mishap and letting him go for nothing and the, on the deadline um, or in, in free agency. You have to be happy here with the pieces that you got back for some that you could have just lost in free agency because, you know, the, the players that you're the players alone that you're getting back, regardless of picks, these are all players, at least me and I know Matt, are pretty high on. We we all agree that Bruce Brown is a good winning player. I, I like Jordan Noara and Kyra Lewis is someone that I've kind of been begging to see in a different roster for a while. Um, I mean, the Pelicans just gave him up for nothing. Like they, they gave him up for, I think, a second round pick or something. Like, yeah, so They just but, like wanted to get their names in the headline. Yeah. Like, oh, is, yeah Zion's available. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Don't forget about us. <laughs> so I I think you have to be happy. I mean, even without the the headline grabbing three first rounds, which you know, as bad as they are, it's still three first round picks. The pieces that you're getting back for a player that you could have got back nothing for, I know I'd I'd be happy about it myself. Yeah, again, it just comes down to like after this draft, which again, let's say the twenty and twenty seventh picks are are where it lands. We really have one one first after this year to show for it like there is a an opportunity cost like would it have been better to because pascal would have extended with the raptors if we paid that price tag which is probably going to be close to if not a, a full kind of max extension um so like is is that you know what's the opportunity cost here what's the opportunity cost of waiting until the actual deadline would there be other teams that stepped up would the pacers include one of their you know young prospects because I, I i still believe the raptors have one of the best developmental programs in the nba in terms of 
Like I, I like I think they're gonna turn RJ and quickly into the best versions of themselves. Like I believe that wholeheartedly. I think the organization is still very strong. The draft has been hit and miss in recent years. Um, you know, there hasn't been the same like Pascal and Van Fleet success stories the past four or five or six seasons. Grady Dick. Um, Grady, I mean, drafting Grady Dick um, in front of that Utah guy. I've already forget his name right now. Um, yeah, George, I think. Keontae George, yeah, to me is like a huge miss already. Hey, we'll see. We'll see. All right. We'll see. I, I'm not out but, on Grady yet. No, we're not out on Grady, but I think he's just more of a, a ultimately a role player. But um, so it would have been really nice to see a similar package to like an OG trade. I would have much preferred that, like a even if it was one of Benedict Matherin and uh, Jairus Walker, um, or Nemhard, or just someone that just feels like they have more of a higher end ceiling. Um, because I don't think you're going to get that guy in this this upcoming draft at those picks and i don't think any of the players we got are also have that potential again i think bruce brown's a great glue guy for a contender um but we're so far from that and you know he's 27 already which is you know not that old but you know i don't think the raptors are going to be <laughs> not going to be that's older than we are <laughs> yeah i was just thinking I, I turned 27 this year this guy's crazy. ancient but I, I don't know. I'm just I'm just lukewarm on it. But again, you're right. Like what what, what were the other offers? Um, losing him for nothing was not going to be uh, was going to be worst case scenario. And, um, you know, maybe this was the best thing they could get. And if that's the case, then it's a good piece of business. But um, I think overall, the Raptors did kind of not handle the Pascal situation very well. And it kind of backfired and is showing in this. Um, type of return so I give them like a B and I give the Pacers an A for this type of deal well with that I think it's time we let the trade settle and simmer I'm sure we'll have more thoughts a week from now but there's something we wanted to do to start off 2024 I saw it on TikTok uh, a while ago a few weeks ago Um, better late than never fellas I think it's important that we give our ins and outs for 2024 um they're like new year's resolutions but more fun um so tell me what's in for you what's out for you in 2024 um can be basketball related can be other let's put it in another category but um it's finally time we talk about our ins and outs for this year all right mari i think you had a good one um for out so why don't you kick us off yeah the very first out and maybe we've already touched on it now, but out is the Raptors 2019 NBA champion winning team uh, with the Pascal Siakam trade or the OG Ananobi trade and the movement of Fred Van Vliet, Kyle Lowry, all of our favorite Raptors of all time. It's gone, fellas. It's gone. And the only thing that remains is one of my favorite Raptors, Chris Boucher, who actually, if you look at basketball reference and you were to go... Um, if you were to go, uh, they, they have the top 12 of each team, of each franchise. And Boucher, I think, is number 11, just based off win shares for the for the franchise. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's been there for, I think, six or seven years now. Um, I, I don't I don't appreciate Justin's disdain for the guy. I think he, we, 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 we've talked about it at length. He plays a role. And you got to love that he's a good old Canadian kid from the streets of Montreal playing pickup basketball to learn and now is in a big leagues playing for 
our hometown team. We love Chris Boucher on this podcast, and I don't I don't care what Justin says. Uh, but yeah, rest in peace, that 2019. You know, I wasn't a Raptors fan growing up, um, but that run made me quite a fan. I, I cried a little. I remember watching. I'm like, wow, I can't believe they won. That was a that was a big deal for us. Um, so that's out now in 2024, mm. and uh, in with a new with a new uh, Canadian leader in RJ Barrett, and hoping for some more success in the future. Love it. Most of that. <laughs> not not that. Boucher being our 11th best player of all time. That's complete cap, and I do not endorse that message. But, Name 12 um, better players. <laughs> I mean, we I could, but let's not let's not jump into I that right know, now. Who's, who's 12 on that list, just for reference? I, 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 it was good names, too. It was like Amir Johnson. It was like Jose Calderon. It was they're both both more valuable Raptors than Chris Boucher. Let me I I want to do it right now before I before we move on because it was a fun list to kind of look at. Kyle Lowry one, Chris Bosch two, DeRozan, Carter, Siakam, Valanciunas, Calderon, Johnson, Van Vliet, Mo Pete, OG, and then Boucher at twelve. So not eleven, but 12. sorry, what was this based off of? What was the win shares? When, uh, season win shares and uh, how many years? I guess so. The fact that Kawhi is on that list is, for first of all, absurd. He played and one he, season for the team. He's Justin, still, he's still going to be. Season. He's still going to be. He brought us our only championship. Like he's always going to be. You know what? This this actually brings me up. This brings this brings up my first in of the day, and this is something we brought about. We 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 talked about last week, and we fought about briefly. Is that okay. my in for twenty twenty four is not winning the championship. And and not basing every metric of team success around the championship, because we I love all of these Raptors on this list, and I wouldn't even touch Kawhi Leonard to put him above any of these great Raptors on this list. All the great teams that I've always historically cheered for, I think about the 0607 Phoenix Suns, I think about the uh, the eleven twelve Denver Nuggets. The grit and grind Grizzlies, the Sacramento Kings for pretty much their entire history. None of these teams won a championship, but they're memorable. They're fun. And the, the, the fan bases love them. It means a lot to the city to have this sort of culture surrounding a team. The championship doesn't matter for me. That's my in. Not caring so much about the goddamn championship and just enjoying a team as it is for the culture that it brings to a city and, uh, and a fan base that adores them. Are you saying this because you know the Kings will never get over the hump and they just blew a 20-point lead against the Suns with eight minutes left to go in the fourth? I'm saying this because it is it is integral to my psyche. It is my MO as a person to, 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 to appreciate the good that we have. Sorry, are you saying this because the Kings had a 99.9% <laughs> chance to win that game with eight minutes left in the fourth quarter and they blew the game? Maybe. Maybe I am. Okay. Just wanted to check in. That's in for me. Okay. Okay. 2024 okay. is the year of not caring about one title every year. And but Mario, let me tell you, it feels fucking fantastic. Yeah, we, I wouldn't know. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's also it's also the Canucks. Like I know I love this Canucks team right now. I don't think we're gonna win it, but it's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. I, I, I think appreciating the journey is important. Exactly. That's in. That's in. Okay. Love it, Matt. You got the, any? I saw the, just in the connection, I saw the, what's it called? What's the award called for Coach of the Year in the NHL? 
you know? Oh God. Fuck if I well, whatever it's whatever it is. Yeah. Um coach it of is. the year. The, the leading point guy is Tuck the Canuck coach. Yeah. And when did Travis Green get fired? <laughs> like, when did that dude when did Alain Vigneault get fired I think two years by now yeah where's yeah, a John Tortorella <laughs> yeah where's where's <laughs> Alain Vigneault I miss that guy Alain Alain it's my boy <laughs> I I mean I'm just thinking looking at mine now mine are all betting related so I, I <laughs> but they're so good Matt <laughs> and most of mine are outs to be honest we love so it I we love negativity chat, but um, let's just say bet boost that's in because I love these absurd parlays and that's um, in. bet boosts are in bet boosts are in oh my god that's yeah. so funny Why wait which, funny? which type so of bet because I would do these absurd parlays put a like tiny amount of money on it and yeah. honestly they were going pretty well the last month Um, but I wouldn't bet boost it so it wouldn't maximize why wouldn't you exactly because because um with don't trust yourself betting no in australian betting what is it betway um they don't offer that every single time you only have like one a day so Mm. or even i don't know some of the times like you don't even get the one a day so it kind of just depends what's on your account and what's loaded. So it's like the power play, I think is what it's called. So um, if I didn't have that, it wouldn't stop me from making the bet. And maybe it should because it's a long shot anyways. So that's 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 one of my ends that's not <laughs> targeted. Most of my wow. routes, though, I'll be honest. So <laughs> Let, Let's enough. run through them. I, I There's one that I really, really want to talk about here because I, I, I'm... Me and let's you give, particularly. Let's give Justin an in first. Yeah, let's go. Well, I, yeah, I took a different approach to these ins and outs. Um, yeah, we all had our own guys. interpretation. <laughs> um, one of my ins. <laughs> Did you go just personal? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like reading. <laughs> no, one of my ins is walking into businesses and just not buying anything. Just like more perusing, you know? Yeah. That's one of my ins. Let's just yeah. let's just like like look around and like talk to like a sales rep or whatever and then Take just like not gander. buy anything. Yeah. Let's start gandering more. I never yeah. gander. If I'm going yeah. into a business, I have a I usually have a mission and a plan of what I'm looking for. I need to start gandering more. That's one of my ends. I love that yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if we're going personal ends, in for me, SPF. <laughs> um, I've had some of the worst burns of my life since moving yeah. here. And the sun, it's 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 powerful here. The, the whole ozone's a thing. I don't yeah, know dude. what else to say. And it's summer for you right now. It's freezing yeah, it's here and summer. snowing, but it's summer. It's 30. It's going to be 35 today. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, SPF yeah. is absolutely in for you. SPF is in. Safety is sexy. <laughs> yeah. Mark, do you have a personal one? My, yeah, my personal in. Um, I so I work as a you guys know this, but you know, for the audience. So I work as a musician. Um mm. so I have to be I have to be on TikTok. I have to be on Instagram. My in is letting my intrusive t- thoughts win and just just fucking posting, you know, just just letting mm. loose out there. Letting my thoughts be heard, you know, and uh, trying to grow a uh, social media of this this podcast. Too. Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, well, I've done a couple of those. I've done a couple of those in our TikTok, and those are honestly the same kind of thing. It's just let it like 
we, we had a deep dive into Jonathan Simmons. And that's just like something I want to talk about. But nobody will allow me to. But TikTok allows me to. So wow. I'm, I'm, gl- I'm glad I have that. That's in for Thank me. Thank you for the sponsorship. Thanks. TikTok. Yeah, I appreciate it. And thanks, John Simmons, for, uh, thanks, for your Brenna. service. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, that's great. I have a basketball one where, uh, you know, really quick. I think in um, young players, young proven players out draft picks. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say ahead of an hour ago. Ahead, what ahead of an hour ago? Oh, look, yeah, you, I, I, I'm <laughs> no, just, I'm out, I'm out. Those picks, trash. <laughs> me, they mean nothing to me. But the first so, two, you, you are. I mean, turning over newly for 2024. I'm glad. I'm glad because how long have we been talking about the OG and Pascal trades? And you're like four firsts. I don't, I don't need anybody else. I need four firsts. Now we have Kyra Lewis. Kyra Lewis is garbage. I just looked at his stats. <laughs> he doesn't play. He does not play for <laughs> the Pelicans. He's, and he's like fucking like short. He's a fan duel stud. He's a Malachi fan Flynn 2.0. No, he yeah, needs the just... minutes. He's a transformative guard. But you have too many of those. You have IQ now, and we have a uh, quickly and Barrett in Schroeder. the 20th and 27th pick of this 2024 draft. Out. I'm out. I don't need him. Keep him. Give me fucking Jarris Walker. Jarris Walker. Sakes. You're getting an All NBA player. You're not. You're not sending us one. One young player back, like go fuck yourself. Why, why are you so sure about Jarris Walker all of a sudden? I just he was he's got he's got he's probably a, an upside. Worst, he's got a ceiling. He's been the worst return for draft capital this season, I'd say. Yeah, I, I was gonna say he's like, okay, but he I, you is, see it. You see it with him. I test. I test. I test. Other Dude, than Grady Dick, I think he's been the biggest. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I test. He he can where be really go good. To He's got he's he's just got more like if if we were running an NBA like 2K team right now, he'd be like an A minus potential. Like he's probably not you know what I mean? He's just like he's got that potential to be a you know a starter upside. I don't think we're gonna get we're gonna get anyone in the twenties that is gonna be a, a, a starter for us long term unless you get super lucky. But um anyway. Those you know who are, so I like the actually the, the Pacers of the Pacers young guys that we they could have targeted is Oscar Chibway. Who Fuck I believe that. he was a, he was a starting center for the <laughs> national championship winning team, Justin. Fuck off, Justin. So that would have been more fun for me than I don't know the twenty seventh pick. I mean, I think he was the twenty seventh pick last year. To be fair, so I don't know. Okay, so we got a gold mine then. All right, what else we got, Matt? Uh, do we want to like? Do you want one more personal in? Give us whatever it, your heart's telling it, you. Okay, then I'm gonna move to outs because some of mine are more fun. I'm that. doing ins and outs just at the same time. Okay. All right, this is gonna be a crazy segment. Thanks for following along, everyone. Um, <laughs> not overestimating a guy's first game back against former team. That's I, that's in. That's out. No, that's that's out. 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 I'm well. Okay, that's I a double always, negative there. Always. Or is it? You're so out, out is not oh yeah yeah okay yeah yeah out is overestimating sorry okay I have this in a note not ins and outs it's just <laughs> just notes for yourself yeah, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> so I always do this thing where first game back especially first game back but I guess maybe I need to do just first game back 
not every single first not every single game against the former team. So take the other day. It actually worked out, but take the other day, Bruce Brown, first game back against the Nuggets, Pacers. Uh, I think he was 18, 10, and 8. Um, he had that stat line. So he went fucking nuts. So that supports the theory. Mm-hmm. But that's the first game back. Where I get in issues is every single game that <laughs> players <laughs> like, oh, Bruce Brown, X Nugget. <laughs> and it's really not that deep a lot of the time because a lot of these guys hop around. Like, I, I was... I was banking on, yeah, this is what inspired this. I was banking on Trailblazers were playing the Thunder, and I was banking on Jeremy Grant having a really good game. But he doesn't care. He's been on the Pistons. He's been on the Nuggets. Who gives a shit? It's been Why four years. Why am I even thinking that? So that's out for me. I will say, Matt, if I if I comment on this, I've we've known each other for a very long time. You know, you've been one of my best friends since grade three. We've been following sports this entire time. We've talked a lot of sports in our years together. You have so many logical fallacies, and you sent me a screenshot of your outs list, and it addresses so many of these. So what, this is one of them exactly. that I'm so, so it, happy it's with. Is what, <laughs> is what I'm trying. I guess growth is in in 2020. <laughs> growth is in. Growth is so in. Um, I have a few more outs. If I could do just... the hot hand one, because this one's funny. Because well, whenever whenever oh, me and Matt yeah. played 2K, which is a lot. Well, it used to be a lot. Is that you know in 2K when you hit a couple shots with a player, you uh mm-hmm. the the fire, fire goes under. He's on fire. Matt yeah. subs him out immediately. <laughs> he's yeah. like he's bound to miss. <laughs> yeah, when he's on fire, he's actually cold. It, That's actually I the think, worst I think take I've ever heard. <laughs> Dude, I don't know, like. As soon as he misses that first shot, he's out for the rest of the game. Like, just he won't hit another shot. So that's I don't know. Out. That's not it's like quit while house. you're ahead. So that's you don't just... do that when you're gambling, though. But you do that when your your guy is playing well. Yes, you do, Matt. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yeah. You do that when you're gambling. You're like, oh, he's had too many thirty point games. He can't keep it going. Yeah, <laughs> I'm alternatively, play honestly, playing like, oh yeah, this guy's been shit. He's gotta he's gotta come back hard here. That's another one. Um, another out, uh, letting patriotism get in the way. Mm. Um, for example, I got my betting account pretty <laughs> to triple digits for the first time in a while. Started wow. at five bucks and worked it all the way up. And yesterday I did a bet on Layla and Fernandez. Layla Fernandez. So I went, I went to the Australian Open yesterday. Uh, for those that don't know, which is everyone. Very cool. And I was going after work. I was thinking, oh, yeah, like I could maybe get there 530. And so Layla was playing. She was heavily favored. Canadian, like 21-year-old female tennis player. Is Layla Great. her last name or her first name? First name. First name. She's okay, a Filipino. You're, you're on a first name basis. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I placed... All my money on this bag is like, okay, great. Like, this is going to pay for my ticket. And then I'll have like some more money to maybe throw on other players by the time I get there if I miss the match. As the workday's <laughs> continuing on, I'm like refreshing and she's up 5 1 in the first game. So it's like, okay, fuck yeah. This is going to be easy dub. And then she loses the first game. Like, she loses it 7 5, loses the first game. 
after being up and then loses in straight sets the, the, the next like oh my god just letting patriotism get in the way because i never would have made that bet if she wasn't canadian mm -hmm. it just was strictly for that reason so this is a, a, a for them anyways there's no need to put money stack yeah there's no need to put the two we pay our taxes to canada right that's enough money lost we don't we don't yeah, need justin anymore. doesn't need any more money and this is i a... do well first of all i do need more money and <laughs> second of all um this woman seems like a real Philadelphia Eagles 2.0 situation. She was a, do a dominant start just to completely collapse in the uh, the back half of the match there. That's that's unfortunate. Have you never so heard cool. of Layla Fernandez, Justin? No, never. Is she hot? I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Um, no, I've never heard of her. But I did hear about that 16-year-old that just beat like the number six tennis woman in the world or something. That's kind of cool. You guys hear about that? I, I will say, Matt, this uh this note here is particularly good timing as Canada enters the race to potentially contest against the United States in basketball in the, in the coming up Olympics. I do not want to lose any money on that. And I, 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 I'm going to hold oh, myself. Will. I'm not. I know. I know. But this is like a yeah. good reminder not to to hold ourselves back from betting the Canada money line against U.S. basketball. Um, because what do you think that odd the odds are going to be there? Like, what if you had to guess? Plus five seventy. Really? You think it's going to be that high, dude? I was going to say US, plus like two hundred uh, or plus two twenty. Is going to be what it's going to be. Yeah, like, they're they're gonna, gonna and they're gonna come back so angry, dude. There's no way. And and I don't, they have Embiid. I don't know if you guys forgot about that. Embiid's right playing in the states. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. I mean, realistically, he's probably going to be hurt. Let's be honest. But if he's not, like, fucking, that's the one. I don't know. I just have so much. After seeing Shay, like, the past, like, couple weeks even, I get, like, just continue this run. I'm like, he, he can beat anyone. I just, I, I don't care. A Chris Boucher is going to be in that team, Justin. No, he fucking won't. He's not going to make that team. 12th <laughs> no. best Raptor of all. It's time. actually kind of sad that he's not, he, he doesn't, he hasn't represented Canada. It's not sad. He's yet. not a good player. He's, he's not a good, good basketball player, player. He's a 12th he's, best Toronto Raptor of all time. According he's to not the Toronto. You need to you need to nix that <laughs> in the, right away. There's no shot. Just because he's been on the team for a while doesn't mean he's the greatest Raptor of all time. I'd put Andrea Bergnani over him. Personally, we're putting Kawhi Leonard over him is what we're doing. We're not putting Kawhi Leonard any on any greatest Raptors list. Respectfully. So you're saying you're so hold on. You're saying if we put a poll up. And you're saying better, greater Raptor. I don't. I don't time, care about whatever. popular opinion, Justin. I'm, I'm. I care about. I care about my yeah. feelings only. And that's why you have a platform right there, baby. Yeah. Intrusive thoughts. That's yeah. The, my intrusive thoughts tell me that Chris Boucher is a winning player. Well, <laughs> here's another in for me this year. Um, understanding more phrases that I currently don't understand. Okay. So let me let me run through a couple for you here. Does anyone know what "mums" the word means? Because Not what the fuck is it? Nope. Mum's the word. Like, what the? Like, just get out of fucking get out of here with that shit. I think it's like a little word. secret, you know? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But just like, what's the point? I don't understand why how that came to be. And another one, hair of the dog. I obviously know like the context of it, but like, hair of the dog. Like, what are we? You know, where where did that come from? People, what are we you drinking know? here? Yeah, how did that come to be? Hair of the dog. It's not even spelled like like hair. Like how hair would be spelled? Really? It's, isn't it H A R E? Hair of the dog? I don't think so. Oh, am I just an idiot? Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, those that's in for me is trying to figure out what these how these phrases came to be and why we use them. Mm. Also in for me some um some new slang. We're going to mix up the vocabulary. So I saw a TikTok recently and I want to I want to run some by you guys because right. um so the first one I want to I want to run by you is is Mari. Your take on Chris Boucher is actually crim. That's crim. Crim. Crim for criminal. criminal. Crim for sure for yeah, criminal. Yeah, yeah, of course. You're yeah, actually no, I, being, I, I'm in on it. That's crim behavior. Um, okay, guys, when we're all back together in the same city, we should all go hit hit a strant together. Let's all go to the strant. A to a restaurant. restaurant. We're gonna go to a restaurant. Of course. We're stranting. We're stranted up. Yeah. A little strant. Strant action. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm loving these. You're I'm loving not sure strant. About strant. You're crim, not sure about fine. strant. Crim rolls crim. off the tongue, you know. Yeah. Oh, buddy, that's fucking crim. That is oh, that, crim. That works. But like, that is incredibly crim. Another one is when someone's being a little chaotic, they're going they're going in Volda mode. They're going Volda mode. Um, they're in Volda mode. Um, should I say it one more time? I like yeah, Volda mode. We're going Volda mode. Walk tonight. me through this one. Um, it's like Goblin or when mode. Harry Potter had too much to drink. Um, there. Where's hey? Where's Jerry? You know, oh, he's just in the bathroom. He's doing a little liquid laugh. It's where where you're yakking, you're throwing up. A little liquid laugh. A liquid laugh. Um. So yeah, let's just start. Let's just start spreading the word. Mom's the word on those ones, guys. Or I guess it'd be the opposite. Um, let's start spreading that. Um, couple more outs for me. Wet feet. Don't need it. Yep. Don't like it. Um, Agreed. why? Why do we have wet feet? Um, not renewing. Yeah, exactly. Just be dry. Yeah. Um, not renewing my Uber One membership. I got an annual Uber One membership. It was fifty percent off, and I just don't need it. So I'm not going to renew it. That's Good out for you. Uber one is out. Uber one is out. Agreed. Even though I love Uber one. Um, uh, yeah, I could just kind of rapid firing now. Vitamin C. I don't just get out of here. I don't, you know, mm. out mm. biting out. Don't need more. Don't need biting. Um, online shopping out. Don't need it. Um, yeah, those are some of my outs. These are good. These are these are all financially responsible. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. We're 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 locking in for 2024. I think um, a saying for you, Justin, just quickly if I can interject. Because the Australians have I I'd say much better sayings than North America, at least. I'd say most of the world. <laughs> my favorite one. Or let's go to my favorite two. Um, cause one is, it's kind of hard to use is, um, we're not here to fuck spiders, which means wow. like we're here to fuck around. Like let's, let's go do something. But why spiders? Yeah. Cause spiders are big here. We're not here to fuck spiders. I don't think I've ever been anywhere to fuck spiders. So I feel exactly. like, it's, it's I don't think that would be enjoyable for me to fuck a spider. That's the point. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do something else. Oh, cause <laughs> yeah. we're not here to do that. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, another one is, uh, six or two threes. So that basically means, um, like, do you want to, do you want to take a train there or like take a Uber there? Like, it's like the same thing yeah, where yeah, you yeah. get there, it's like six or two threes. So you, yeah. you just say that to them. It's like, oh, it's, it's set of like either, or doesn't matter. You say six or two threes. Cause it's the same thing. It's like either way. Yeah. yeah. Which I like a lot. That feels long. I just feel like a long thing. Six two three, like it just rolls off. I feel like it doesn't. Really. I, I, maybe I don't have the accent for it. Doesn't work for me. 
Yeah, I like Matt, it. do it. Do it in Australian accent for yeah. us. Could you? Just so we can visualize. Like the two threes. That's good. That's no, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually I, in I'm now. In, yeah. I'm in. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> All right. Should we start bringing that over to Canada? Six or two threes. I, I like it. I probably will. Okay, well, um, any other um any other ins and outs that you guys have? I have some had basketball ins and outs because I, sure. I, I I'm 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 you know I'm, you so, I'm on... just content with my life, really. Yeah, fair. Um ins, the big man. We're back. We talked mm-hmm. about this before, but we're back. Okay. Enough. Enough yep. about the positionless game. Actually, no, yeah, out is the positionless game. We saw the positionless game go to ruin when Jeremy Sohan took the helmet for the San Antonio Spurs out on a positionless game. We need guards, we need bigs, we need forwards, okay? Mm. Um, and the big man's back as as Justin's demise over Jakob Pertl and my demise over DeMontis Sabonis. You need it. Uh, Size matters, baby. I agree. Uh, well. Well, it kind of depends what you, how you utilize it. You know, truly. I mean, you could put you could put Jeremy Sohan at the one. You're wasting you, six foot nine, you know? You could. That's, you get it. You know, big guy, but not you not utilized properly. You get it. Then you uh, got a three inch guy, and you know you can still do some good stuff there. I'd say so, a lot of good stuff with a three inches. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, out for me, super teams. Hmm. That's that's really all I got to say about that. But look Go at the contending teams right now, and yeah, look at the Suns. They're awful. Um. Yeah. Maybe even uh, the Lakers. You know, you got two superstars together. It's not. It's not. It's not guaranteed wins anymore. You know, the Heatles. Those days are over. Yeah, I feel like a super team needs three stars. Two stars is just an, a, a, a super team. I would, Which, I would say yeah. so. I think it's been out for a while. Then I think it's two stars and a bunch of really good role guys. That's my. I think opinion. it was. I think it was out when the Nets experiment failed. The yeah, Nets tried I, it again, and then the the only reason I'm kind of worried about this take is the Los Angeles Clippers, and if they're good, that that's mm. the rise of the super team again. But uh, the death of the Suns is kind of the. Uh, the nail in the coffin for me as far as super teams go. And I'd love hey, to man. see Devin Booker lose. Beal's back, playing well. Dropped like 37 the other night. Are they climbing? I'm pretty sure. They're climbing. They're healthy now. They're healthy. Me, Watch out for those suns. Let me have this, guys. Just let me have this. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Content. It's content. Okay, what else, Mari? Uh, that's all That's all I wrote down, to be honest. But, I, I you know, as they come up. <laughs> as they come up. Matt, what about you? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think mine are, mine are pretty much covered. Those are the fun ones. Um, in, honestly, the Thunder and the Jazz. Against the, the spread. For the, the Jazz are good, man. The Jazz are good. It just makes no sense. Um, they've won, yeah, six. They're nine and one in their last ten. They're in the. They're officially over five hundred. They're in a play-in spot right now, as things stand. Yeah, their team is good. They dropped one forty-five on the Raptors like last week. They're 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 very good. Sexton's playing what, great. Lowry. What's crazy to me is they Will Hardy doesn't play anyone that much. Like Laurie, they they beat the Pacers. They didn't have Halburn, so whatever. But they beat them by thirty. Like they scored one hundred thirty-five points. And no one played above like 28 minutes. He just was like cycling him in, cycling him out. Like Laurie had 30 points on like 28 minutes. It's pretty fucking unbelievable. Um, and then outs are the two most inconsistent teams in the league, the Mavericks and um, the Hawks. 
the Mavericks are out. They're playing so well, dude. Kyrie's been amazing. They, they are so inconsistent. It's fucking in, unbelievable. You can't depend on them for anything. Mm. Anytime you think they're going to do well, they don't. And anytime you think they're going to suck, they do well. Like, it's say like this playing. Kyrie stretch, for example, <laughs> you wouldn't expect him to do this. He hasn't played well. He hasn't played that well all season. It's kind of in the backseat. He's been injured a little bit. Comes back and it's fucking averaging, what, 30... 35 it's fucking stupid it's like playing michael porter jr in FanDuel, you know just don't do yeah, it it's, just, it's, it's just not worth the like 7200 dollars price tag. high risk low reward yeah just don't do it before then, um yeah, before pascal actually got traded i was i think i was gonna i was gonna come prepared with some um with some some pascal siakam trade uh trade teams and 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 dallas was gonna be one of them as they were they've been rumored to want his services um, I think that would have been a cool big three, especially if they were able to keep lively. Um, in that deal, it probably wouldn't have happened. But what's the return for you? Just curious. Just all their picks, and yeah, I would ask first. for lively. What, what happened to the in? What happened? Well, what happened I, I mean, look, I, you know, I would I would ask for Josh, either Josh Green or um, who's their other guy? They got one other guy that's uh, I forget. I would ask for Josh Green and and all their first round picks, which is I think is two or three. Um, or or Derek Lively. No, you got Jordan Nwara now, and the twenty seventh. Perfect, <laughs> perfect, perfect. Um, Matt, any other any other ins for you or outs? Uh, Emmanuel quickly props and he's, he's Dude so is good. He's good. Yeah, Tyrese Maxi two point I have an in actually. Think about yeah. this now. Um. And maybe the sluttiest thing I've ever done. A girl sends you a, a a song that they really like. Send it to another girl. That you know? is that is why <laughs> girls don't trust men, Murray. Right, that right there. Well, I thought you were gonna say, do do a rendition of it and send it back to her. Oh, that's that's been in though. You know, I, <laughs> I, I, that's been in. Uh, I thought you were gonna say you get a song a song from her and then you just send her a dick pic back. I thought that's yeah, what yeah. You were going no, that. guys, come on. No, show, show some class, class here. here. Yeah, send it to another girl. See what, Dare see I say that's pick. worse? That's worse than sending a dick pic back. Hey, don't hate the player. It's a numbers okay. game. <laughs> well, I've got a, a couple. Well, Mario, I'm I'm so excited. At some point, we're gonna have to get a, a dating update from you. Um, One day, get a little life update. Um, a couple more quick fire, fast, uh, quick fire ins for me. Cold calling, but not business related. Ah. Just random cold calls. Um, falling in love too early. That's in. <laughs> yeah. Um, fake plants. <laughs> let's kind of just let's work some into the the art the artwork here. That is our homes. Um, Adivan, looking for a prescription if anyone can provide. Adivan in. Um, <laughs> high fives. Where'd they go? Let's bring them back. Let's bring back the high five. Yep. Uh, losing our virginities, guys. This is our year. We can do it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> 2024. Out at us, dude. That was our <laughs> Sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, yeah, I'm just trying to be it. honest. And lastly, um, petting. Just more petting. I want to. I want to be. I just want to be petting be dogs. Pet? Just petting whatever. I just like being pet, petting dogs, animals. You know, just more petting this year. It's a good list. It's That's good it list. for me. Yeah, yeah those are. I had one basketball one. We're we're yeah. in for a big year, boys. 
2024, our year. Our year. Dare I say. Perfect. Well, with that, I think we've 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 drained the lists. We've we've sufficiently done the task there. So I think with that, fellas, we'll uh, we'll get out of here. But uh, another great episode of the Three Ds podcast. Rest in peace, Pascal Siakam. Thanks for a great seven years, six years. Um, I will miss you, and I love you to death. Uh, good luck in Indiana. Go Raptors. Go Kings. Go Thunder. And go twenty twenty four. With that, we'll see you later. Peace. Peace. <laughs>